wo gbon julo niyan iri owuro yi ko se ni olodun eto iri owuro ti ese gbo yi wa si eti igbo yin lati ori oke testimony to wa ni luko to ni asero estate abe okuta ati god of testimony prophetic ministry to wa ni oke land toro ife dapo bus stop ni lu abe okuta e darapo mo ipade adura emi le rikan ni gbogbo ojo friday ni ago mejo aro ni ori oke testimony ni ko to gbo asero ati ipade adura ma je nse lasan ni gbogbo ojo thursday ni ago meji aro si ago mesan aro ninu ijo god of testimony prophetic ministry so wa ni oke land toro ife dapo bus stop ni lu abe okuta fun adura ati igbani ni oju e pe 09081200200908121200 Jesu loluwa Fresh FM Abelkuta 107.9 Fresh FM 107.9 Abelkuta
107.9. Professionalism nurtured by experience. Pretenders, hypocrites, 
Wale Oludot to Nigeria Limited is a need for nationwide distributors for Kani Paper. Kani Paper is a newly upgraded high-quality household tissue paper made from imported raw wood pulp. Kani tissue paper is purely natural, created with high-quality products. Delicate and impeccable in every detail, only worthy of your extraordinary taste. It can be used indoors, in the kitchen, outdoors, in the cars, and restaurants and bars. It can also be used as a sanitary towel for ladies in the case of an emergency, and it is totally safe to use for babies. Today, Adebawale Oludotsu Nigeria Limited boasts of modern factories, world-class production equipment, industry-leading production technology, and high-quality raw materials. You can locate us at Kilometer 14 Lagos Abeokuta Expressway opposite Obasanja Farm. To be a distributor, please call Koriede on 0703-065-4058 or 0805-828-5090 for more information. Airtel, the smartphone network. One day, when the glory comes, it will be ours, it will be ours. Oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be sure. 
the heavens, no man, no weapon Formed against, yes, glory is destined Everyday women and men become legends Sins that go against our skin become blessings The movement is a rhythm to us Freedom is like religion to us Justice is juxtaposition in us Justice for all just ain't specific enough One son died, the spirit is revisiting us True and living, living in us Resistance is us That's why Rosa sat on the bus That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up When it go down, we woman and man up They say stay down, and we stand up Shots be on the ground, the camera panned up King pointed to the mountaintop, and we ran up One day When the glory comes, it will be ours, it will be ours, oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, glory, glory, oh, glory, glory. Now the war is not over, victory isn't won, but we'll fight on to the finish, and when it's all done, we'll cry glory, oh glory, oh glory, we'll cry glory, oh glory, Woman and child, even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now. Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles from dark roads, heroes to become a hero. Facing the league of justice, his power was the people. Enemy is lethal, a king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego. The biggest weapon is to stay peaceful. We sing, our music is the cuts that we bleed through. Somewhere in the dream, we had an epiphany. Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win the war individually It take the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day
special what's happening to all my all my soldiers over there in Iraq. Everybody right here. What you need to do is be thankful for the life you got, you know what I'm saying? Stop looking at what you ain't got. Start being thankful for what you do got. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey.
coming. Ah, Bayo, how are my children? They are fine, my brother. You wanted to see me? Yes, it's about this land matter we were discussing yesterday. You know you have a point. <laughs> of course I have a point. And the Ogun State Government has an even bigger point. Buy land directly from the Ogun State Government in very good locations, such as Hillcrest Estate, Abiyakuta, President Muhammadu Buhari Estate, Kobake, Abiyakuta, amongst others, with planned amenities such as well-laid-out roads, good drainage system, security, steady supply of electricity, central water system. You can't go wrong. Listen, Ogun State is truly a gateway state, and this opportunity is your gateway to peace and prosperity. And so, how do I go about it? Just log on to www.olams.ogostate.gov.ng to get started. You can also email olams at ogostate.gov.ng or call 0700-111-9999. Ogun State Land Administration and Revenue Management System, Olams, creating wealth from land. Imagine the joy that fills your heart when you have just given birth to a bouncing baby. Imagine the excitement that energizes you when you hear the news that your first grandchild has just been born. Imagine the comfort you get knowing that mother and baby are having a good night's sleep. Yes, that is the assurance you get knowing that Vitafoam has the perfect fit mattress for all body weight. With our Buy Right Chat, you can get the best mattress that goes with your body weight. Don't just buy a mattress, buy a Vitafoam mattress designed to to fit your body weight from any of our accredited dealers nationwide or visit us on www.vitafoamng.com to place your order today. Vitafoam, the fine art of living. of Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM here in the city of Abeokuta. I am Lulu Fadoju and I have in the studio with me Akim Kareem. But to start with, our sincere apologies that we're starting the show rather late this morning. Well, you know what they say, better late than never. We're here this morning. Good morning, Akim Kareem. Uh, yes, Lulu, good morning. Yes, so, better late than never. Better late than never. Okay, let's get to it because uh, there's quite a lot to, to cover this morning. We're in so short time. Let's get to it, uh, starting with the headlines in the Paunch newspaper. Our supplements for economy, low education, budget. Reps command Navy on performance, skip budget scrutiny. NDA denies arrest of, okay, NDA denies arrest of NEF personnel over attack on facility. You also have this one, building collapse, Ogun, to recommend jail term for airing officials. We'll be taking a look at that particular story as it affects us. Away from this to another one, kidnappers abduct three, demand 10 million naira ransom, drugs in Ogun. We need part of recovered loot for our operations. That's according to Malami. Another one, 2.3 billion naira theft, EFCC customs clash on custody. 
as Maina Bag's 61 year imprisonment. Did you follow that particular story about the clash between ESC officials and uh, custom officials? I mean, that's uh, something rather. Prison officials and ESC officials. Yeah, I mean, yes, uh, yes, you have that, too. yes. You have that on uh, prison officials, yes. That's yes, we are a nation in perpetual state of, uh, what do I call it? Um, theater. Uh, at times it goes theatrical, at times it goes satire, it's a satire at times. But we, something that we, are, we there's always something to talk about, and there's always uh, something quite. Because uh, <laughs> at that point, it was so clear what was the issue about. The person had been convicted, you were bringing him prior to the conviction during the court case. So it's not a brainer to know that at the point that he had been convicted, that he was going, the judge had written. Had committed him to prisons, um, <clears throat> to prison. There was at that point the responsibility of the, of the uh, of the prison authorities. So I don't know what was the business of the EFCC operatives or whatever reason. I don't know what they were trying to do, or if they were vested interest. They said they needed to take him to the office first. Uh, you no no probably, well, probably they were unsettled. They were unsettled business with the FCC. Well, what's unsettled when the court has given its verdict? No, because I don't know. I don't know if the, because it now. The prison of, uh, officials were just doing what they were meant to do. Anybody who knows the procedure knows that, yes, the procedure brings you in. If there is a conviction, the prison officials take from there. They take the person to the prison, whatever, document, do documentation, do anything they need to do. But if the FCC is that they have to take him to the office first, then from the office, they will bring him to the prison custody. I don't know. I don't know. So that's why I'm, okay. I'm trying to be cynical and feeling that probably the FCC had unsettled business with him that they need to conclude transaction in the office i don't know am i the only one noticing that there is seems to be a pattern among certain agencies of government as it were when it comes to overstepping overstepping their boundaries um recall for instance we had the issue concerning justice mary orderly where now you know some of these agencies are denying involvement in that particular incident i mean you also had uh, you know the accusation against uh members of the Nigerian security forces, that's in Anambra state, of being high-handed, of scaring people, as it were, of shooting sporadically, you know, and causing fear in that part of the country also. Now, you've had cases like this. Now, you also have this experience, or this particular one we just saw, um, I mean, we just talked about. Is, is it that, um, you know, these agencies don't really know their roles? or What is it exactly? S- sincerely, I know, I'm sure that um, uh, there's a likelihood... Or a possibility that uh, at some point, you uh, the agencies may have um, they may have um, issues about where is the stopping line for me, where am I to collaborate, where am I supposed to be alone? I think the first thing we need to do is that uh, the agencies more than ever need to collaborate and complement one another and make up for their shortfalls and shortcomings. And um, in instances where there's clear cut policy. On who is in charge? I do not need. We need any. Uh, we need any uh, anybody. Even even when they are having interagency movement, like the DSS is there, the army, the police, the civil defense. There will still be a person who who everybody reports to, who everybody defers to, and that person should be able to tell you, "Oh, this is your limitation. This is where we are comp- uh, complementing. This is where we are collaborating." Mm. I think that. And there's nobody at that level, you know, those agencies who doesn't know their limitations, who doesn't know their powers. And uh, I think um, the issue of um, conflicts on who takes responsibility or who's in charge 
We only come in when people are deliberately being mischievous for whatever end. I do not know. Okay, let's move away from that story. Let's come here to Ogun State where there's this particular one which interests me and I know will interest our listener. We have the some building collapse. Ogun to recommend jail term for airing officials. Ogun State Governor Dakwa Biodun on Monday said his administration would prepare a law that would recommend jail terms for head of building control agencies if a building collapses in the state under their watch. The governor disclosed this during the Treasury Board meeting on the 2022 to 2024 medium term expenditure framework and the 2022 budget in Abeokuta, the state capital. Now, the governor of Ogun State, our governor, is saying or he will be recommending jail term for airing officials, especially of agencies that should check and balance you know, some of these things when it comes to building constructions in the state. I also took a similar story that was sometime uh, yesterday. I was in Baron yesterday and I took a story. Have a report in the Punch newspaper saying that for over seven years or thereabout, uh, you know, no conviction. Period, there was no conviction, even though they had a high number in the hundreds of deaths, also had a high number of building collapses. There had been no conviction so far since they started in Lagos State. Now you have this one in Ogun State where the governor is speaking. I, I, think, I think on this one, I'm going to agree on partly. And disagree vehemently with uh, Mr. Governor. <clears throat> Am I, yes, yes, I, I will disagree, and I will tell you why. And this is my reason for it. You see, this building collapse that, that happens, particularly in Lagos and everywhere in Nigeria, does not happen by accident. They do not happen by design. They are accidents, and in accidents, people, people it, it may be deliberate. It usually, it may not be deliberate. But this, the, this is my point of view: is that before you put in a law to say. When a, a building is ongoing, a construction is ongoing, and there's a building collapse, that the head of that agency will be, will be jailed. What have you done as Mr. Governor to ensure that buildings, building construction, monitoring, that they have the capacity, the agencies have the capacity to the last man to monitor what is going on? Is it not the case that when, they, when, when the builders usually private investors who have the notion that because they are bringing their money that they can violate any law and usually have support of the I am mighty in the society, bring their building codes, they get approval, they pay the state government, and it ends there. The issue of monitoring doesn't come in. Do these agencies have the capacity to monitor and to enforce and enforce the length and breadth of a good state? If you don't give them the powers and capacity, both human and equipment-wise, to monitor, basically to ensure that until the house is completed, that the codes is adhered to strictly. If you make a law, you just realize that nobody will be at those agencies again. Because that means you are going to punish them when you have not even empowered them to, to do the job. And you, you, are, you are planning to punish them. So I think it's counterproductive. I think the first thing Mr. Governor should have done is that we are working. This is where we have our buildings, approval. This is what we have as our enforcement, monitoring, up to local government level. And Lulu, this is the problem for me. Usually, because governors, not just governors, like the Texas governors in Nigeria, believe they are emperors, believe that they are all in all. Most of the work that should be done at local government level, now there's, there's nothing wrong with having an agency for building at the state level, then having offices at local government level, it's easier for the uh, building agency in Abekota South, for instance, to monitor whatever is happening as a construction in Abiguta South. Just like Odeda, just as somebody in Adodota, 
that for someone in a beokuta to monitor and enforce one in a deodorator, the monitoring will not be effective. So I think it should be a two-way thing. While Mr. Governor is working to improve the capacity, inherent and innate capacity of these agencies to monitor, to supervise, to enforce, right? As for personnel, as for equipment, then when that is done, we can now move to the next stage of if there is now a failure of a building collapse, then the, the law will, 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 be, will be brought on whoever has those agencies. Because I was earlier this morning, I was watching on National One TV when the national president of Nigerian Institute of Builders was on TV. I was saying so many things that enforcement is lacking in most states of the federation. That even when you have enforcement, you usually have it in the capital city. And other parts, what they just do is just to give approvals, collect the whatever money they are meant to collect. They are, in, in most cases, state government see town planning and its activities surrounding this more as IGR issues, income generating revenue. So, so what you are saying now is that at the local government, power should be devolved exactly. when it comes to the capacity to carry out things, when it comes to building, monitoring and the likes to the local that, that'll government. That will be more effective. It will be more effective. That will be more effective. Okay, that's... Uh, something there coming from you will be getting the calls uh, soon we'll be opening the phone lines to get uh, you know, the perspectives of others uh, I mean, those listening out there to give their take on it especially since this affects us away from this now to a few more headlines you have uh, this one okay governors attack malami over 418 million dollars consultants fee says agf lied that story is there let me take it real quick Okay, yeah, the Nigerian Governors Forum has accused the Attorney General of the Federation and Minister of Justice, Abubakar Malami S.A.N., of having more than a passing interest in the controversial $418 million refund request by consultants with respect to the Paris Club refund. The umbrella body of governors of the 36 states of the Federation made the accusation in a statement titled club refund, the FG counters states, insists deduction lawful. NGF deduction not not only unlawful, but is only it is also contrary to public policy and morality. And I mean, we've been having this back and forth concerning this particular refund and deduction as, as it were. The Governor's Forum is saying it's unlawful. I mean, I also saw something from a former um, must have been a, was it a former senator now, I can't recall his name also saying, hey, there was, I mean, the Nigeria Governors Forum had agreed to it before and all of this and all of this. We're having this back and forth concerning it. What's your position on it? Yes, I think uh, the $418 million, very massive amount of money, uh, is going to be, uh, the plan of the federal government is to deduct it from states and local government, from directly from their income, from the uh, Consolidated Federation account, and... Uh, now, we, this, the people working on the side of the government have told us, yes, they agreed and they know it's the right thing. I, I think it was in the news a week ago or two weeks ago. And at that point, we were just about facts and figures. Their, their view, our view, the governor's forum was vehemently against it, opposed to it, and uh, they said they're not going to do it. At that point, we could still continue to speak. But then the governor's forum did something, very, did something quite strategic. They went to court. And they, and they put the federal government on notice and they got a, an order of the court restraining the federal government of Nigeria or his agents or anybody, including my, Mr. Malami, which is supposed to be the chief law officer of the federation, from deducting such monies. At that point, it's not about we against them again. It's not about the position of the law. And until a court of higher jurisdiction, until a, a higher court comes around to say, 
oh, you have no powers to restrict the federal government. I think the position of the law now, the judici- as on the judiciary, is their position of the federal high court. And so what the federal government should do now is not about speaking English or Turkish. If they're actually sure, they should present their facts to an higher court, probably to end up in the Supreme Court, and then whatever is the final adjudication will be the final decision. Because now we do not even know the nitty-gritty of it. If the Nigeria Goddard Forum earlier agreed, where are the documents where they agreed? Or did they agree by word of mouth? You know? So I cannot say one, I cannot say that anybody is right or wrong here. But what I know now is that a court judgment has been made. Has been made existing. It has been adhered to and strictly to. Adhered mm. to strictly. Let's move away from that before we open the phone line. So something people have been complaining about. And uh, I, I did have a, a, an experience close to this, uh, experience around this yesterday. And let me take the headline real quick. Uh, cooking gas price jumps by 240%. Marketers halt imports. Importers of liquefied petroleum gas, popularly called cooking gas, have stopped importing the commodity. Investigations also showed that the cost of the product increased by 240% for 12.5 kg, jumping from 3,000 naira to 10,200 naira between January and October. About 65% of LPG is imported into Nigeria, while domestic production accounts for 35%. Hence, the halt in imports could further shoot up cooking gas price if the situation is not addressed. Um, uh, Akim, what's the price has shot up by 240%. You also have that imports. Marketers have stopped imports. And you know uh, the, the theory of demand and supply, supply. as it were. It's, what do? You, how do you see this playing out? I mean, December is just right by the car. Honestly, I do, I do not know why, as a nation, we keep moving two steps forward, and then we move twenty steps backwards. We are able to succeed in hundred meters in a positive direction. Then we go a marathon, maybe thirty kilometers in the wrong direction. In the past, what we used to have was first scarcity. At this time, over the years, it was perennial. And uh, when we thought that had been solved by the Bayer administration, and uh, people have given kudos to them for that, we're now having scarcity of gas. And it's interesting to do that, even up to students, stu- uh, students, workers, a lot of people. Yeah, I can say conveniently, we can say in this part of the world, more than 60% or thereabouts rely on cooking gas for, for their uh, domestic cooking and the, and the likes. And so now, even it's a, it's a means of it's a, a, a cost of energy. That now, even if you want to buy food, they will tell you, "I shall return to gas." And say, if you want anything you want to buy, even you, you, are, you, are, you are, I had to buy gas at a point, and the, I went there with the old cash. I had to buy probably three quarters or half of what I was meant to buy. And so, the issue for me is that I think uh, I'm not sure. Maybe they say we we flare gas. We flare gas, and I know that uh, government gives the IOCs. Hey, of time to the particular year to stop uh, flaring of gas because of its impact on the environment and the atmosphere. But now, how, how come we are importing? Then how come I know the NLNG is, is supposed to be in charge of the, all these liquefied gas, and natural gas, and the likes? What is happening to it now? They said we're not hearing that importation has stopped because. Overcharges charges and other charges, landing costs or whatever from the federal government of Nigeria. I do not know why uh, our regulatory authorities, I don't, I don't even know who is responsible for this now. Because what we hear is that the NMP has been unbundled, that we do not even know which company is in charge of this now. 
then why must it always be that when it is happening, it is you and I, the poor people, the proletariat, the masses of Nigeria, who bear the brunt of all this? The ineffectiveness of people in government, their the in, uh, inefficiency, they really bear the brunt of these things. It's always the people on the other side here who have to bear the cost. Already people have started using firewood. A lot of people have started, resorted to buying kerosene. Even that may be more expensive on the long run. A lot of people have resorted to using charcoal and, and the likes. It's not a bad thing if people choose to do that. But when they are forced to adjust because gas is so expensive, then what? And unfortunately, we have not heard of anything from whoever is the Minister of Petroleum, uh, Petroleum Issues in Nigeria. And you and I know who that person is. We have a Minister of State for Petroleum, uh, the former governor of Bielsa State. Yes. Whose only agenda now is how to increase the hardship on Nigerians by removing oil subsidy. Well, 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 you know that there's been a whole lot having to do with oil subsidy. I don't want us to delve into. No, that yes, no. So it's only agenda now. Right. In my opinion, in it's, my, your, your talk is to increase the hardship because that's what the removal of total removal of 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 the oil subsidy regime will do. But what happened okay. to the what happened to the uh, the the refineries uh, that that they promised us? You know that we are not even going to that. I'm just referring to them that it seems I don't I I I, I shudder to believe that the Nigerian government takes delight in inflicting hardship well, you, on Nigerians. You don't consider that. I mean, we don't have the capacity, as it were. I mean, 35 percent is what we do locally here when it comes to uh, the gas. And uh, so we don't have. Maybe we don't have the capacity to refine. So, so how come? How come we continue to? How come we continue to flare? Uh, well, because we don't have the capacity yet. So what has the Nigerian liquid financial gas been doing in the last ten, fifteen years? Well, that's Let's say between nineteen ninety nine okay. and today. Mm-hmm. So you see, when these agencies, when these institutions that have been given the task fail in them, those people who fail in those duties live a sensational lifestyle. Their failures does not affect them. But their failure and inefficiency affects majority of Nigerians who depend on them. When the people in old Nepal failed as a part of the solution, generation transition, they are able to buy big generators for their houses and for wherever. Okay, so but you and I have to depend on our past by neighbor. Okay, maybe we should use the same logic you applied to you know, that uh, particular statement uh, credited to Governor Dakwa Abiodun. Maybe we should say government should also, you know, uh, give these agencies enough capacity to be able to do the right things, to be able to refine gas so we can produce local, locally. You don't think that should be the so- solution? I, I do not think that uh, it's our duty to tell government what to, what to do. People who contested the election many times, like President Mohamed like President Mo, like President Mo, like President Mo yes. who contested few times, let's like say three or four times before being president, once we show that he knows his onions, he knows where to go to to tackle the problems. He doesn't have to wait and have a reactive government that will wait for people to tell them what to do. Now, this issue of gas is not happening today. It's not, it didn't start last week. It didn't start with this report. We have, this story has been coming on and off probably the last 12 weeks, if, 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 I'm, if, I'm, if, I'm not, if I've not made a mistake. You're not wrong. So what have they done between those 12 weeks? How many times have people addressed us? And the next time now you hear that this is why Nigerians don't love their president when they are alive. <laughs> when you don't do things that make them happy when they are alive, All right, let's they just it. love you when they are when you are there because they are good Muslims or good Christians, not because they really want to love you. Do the things that will endear the people to the to your government. They will love you for it. Let's open the phone lines this morning. Get your thoughts real quick. Zero eight zero three three double two ten seventy nine and zero nine zero seven eight hundred ten seventy nine. I take the numbers again. Zero eight zero three. 
0922 Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Your name and where you're calling from. Engineer, I'm calling from Congo. Okay, go ahead. Uh, yes, uh, good morning, Akif. Good morning, sir. I greet you. Engineer, Falabi. Uh, I think, um, let me start from the gas problem. You have, Akim Azali said the exactly what the government should have done. And you, 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 say, you perceive that we don't have the capacity. A population of more than 200 million, naira, 200 million people. Look, if it is to do it manually, we, we have the capacity. Yes. What does it take to refine gas, not petrol? It's just, it's just to, to remove the water alone from gas. The gas has, has its own natural, natural thing that we, that we burn. It's only to remove water, only water. The water, what I see is that our government, they like to extort from the populace. They are extorting us. That is why they are, called, they are talking about uh, uh, subsidy. What is subsidy? If you want your, the government to run and make sure you, you serve your people, you make life easy for your people first before looking for what you are going to win. And that you see them in privacy lives. Having said this, about the collapse construction side, I think the government has not mentioned what they are supposed to mention. Which is? The problem is actually on the site itself. It is not the approval. It is not the, the, the design. It is the construction. For example, in this collapse, the 21 story for that matter, you start seeing rubbles. A concrete is supposed to be solid. You start seeing rubbles. All right. You you All start right. seeing gaps of you start seeing ga- ga- gaps of uh, uh, iron gaps. All right. Instead of the mesh to put the closer, mm. you see the the, the 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 coupling the coupling rings that are supposed to be very narrow. You see them gap at the beam at the pillars. Make it snappy. Why please. wouldn't it to collapse? All right. So I think uh, before they erect the pillar. Supervisor or whatever from the commission supervise it there before they, they put the concrete. All right. Thank and you the other thing. That right. is how they should be. Yes. Okay. Thank you for your thoughts. So, so we can get all the calls. 0803 322 Hello. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning to you. Your name and where are you calling from? You have Solomon. I'm calling you from Lagos. Akim, good morning. Morning, Oga. Yeah. Um, let me talk about. Uh, Minor. <laughs> uh, with what happened yesterday, it has shown and it has clear to everybody that what is happening in this country when it comes to corruption, I think it has become part and parcel of us. Yoruba we say what do me at Look, so what is the essence of security men chasing Yahoo boys up and down? There's no point. Let's leave Yahoo boys. Let's leave everybody. Let's continue with this corruption of a team. Because uh, those youths, 
that you are advising them that uh, they should not involve themselves in corruption and all that. What kind of that yesterday judgment? What kind of example is he giving to them? Akim, let me tell you, even me, Solomon, I will prefer to steal one point uh, two point one billion naira and go for twelve years imprisonment because I know if I'm back, I will come and enjoy my money. Interesting. Are you so rationalizing corruption? <laughs> no. Are you justifying no, corruption? It, it, that's a, that's no, I'm not justifying it. Oh, I'm wow. not. You don't. You don't understand what I'm saying. This, this, this judgment is, is is so annoying. It's so, we are encouraging corruption. We are not fighting. I don't think any government can fight corruption in this country. Right. I don't think so. Right. Actually, I don't know whether you, whether you listen to the the current senator in Bruno, uh, the former governor. He, he said something in the bad on on Saturday that there is this particular bill that they need to. To, to put to national assembly, whereby you must prove how you get your money. Yeah. So, like, I think that if you want to fight corruption, let's go with that. Thank All you. Right. Thank you for your thoughts. Zero eight zero three three double two ten seventy nine and zero nine zero seven eight hundred ten seventy nine. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning I'm Kadi from Abekuta. Mr. Karim, good morning to you. Morning, God bless sir. you. You see, uh, there is work to do in this country. I'm telling you. Uh, we need to raise government that will be faithful, have vision, and then value for uh, people, our people. You see, the reality before us now is glaring, very, very glaring and glaring, that um, uh, we cannot describe a government that will be probably purposeful. To go to tell me that you want to deduct the sum of 480 million, where somebody in the person of Papa Basanjo, who probably erased the debt that we have before now, and then we have something like this that could be able to go around. Look at what is happening now. I can't imagine. Have we worried before the eyes of those that we have given opportunity to serve us at all? I'm asking. What a dubious and illegal probably claims from any contractor they might have probably chosen to uh, come and take uh, that for I don't think so. Because if you remember Amichi himself, he told us that there's little, little stealing under this government. I think you remember now, sir. Go ahead, go ahead. I wonder what is the problem with us. I think uh, Mena, or what do you call his name, should have been jailed 64 years, not even, uh, I mean, a uh, concurrence, or what do you call it? Yes, Eight years is just too small, years. just like yes. uh, that man from Lagos told us this morning. I'm All telling right. you. Right. Ah, and then you can imagine people are sovereign. You continue to depress the people the more. They would slender up class, being sold at 3,000 naira, now 10,000 plus. What kind of country is this? Thank you. Are these people thoughts. probably waking up from their dream thank at all? Thank you. Thank you. For God help us. Quite passionate there. Quite passionate. Uh, he had a lot to say. Quite passionate. But, uh, yeah. From the rock city of Nigeria. Rock city of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9. Fresh 107.9. Professionalism nurtured by experience. I welcome you to this program this morning, dear listener. I am Temitokwe Ibrahim, and with me is a guest from King's Interbiz Estate Limited. And with me this morning on this program is Mrs. Omoni Yegbe Misola. Good morning, our listeners. And for us having you here this morning, I know it's, it's a good news. What do you have for us? Yes, definitely a very, very good news. We are presently doing the promo 
on one of our property and that is the one at Idiori. Okay. We sell our land uh, outrightly per plot for 600000 and for anybody who is buying half plots, we sell for 300000 Okay. Then if you are buying on installments, we sell for 700000 Okay. And initial deposit of 10%, which is 70,000 Naira, and you will spread the remaining payment for 23 months, which you'll be paying 27,400 monthly. Wow, wow. And we are not leaving out half plot people who want to buy half plot, who doesn't have enough to buy a full plot. Okay. So, for anybody that is buying half plot, your initial deposit is 35,000 Naira. Hmm. And your monthly payment, which will be spread for 23 months, you'll be paying 13,700 monthly. Wow. Now, we have a promo. And um, our package is for the first 50 outright purchasers we are going to give you a 5% discount on the cost of the land either you are buying half plot or full plot so okay. there's 5% discount on your purchase the first 50 clients who comes around okay. to buy then we are giving there's a gift for buying and you are entitled to also a vegetable oil and rice for Christmas mm. Mm. and this promo is going to last from 1st of November to 4th of December mm. and we are not also leaving out our installmental payment people okay, are clients just paying installmentally they are yes. not left out they are not left out okay. so the first 50 installmental uh, purchasers okay. are also entitled to gift mm. they are entitled to vegetable oil mm. and they are entitled to rice wow that's awesome between you said the date is between first of november first of no- november to fourth of december when you call us okay. we take you to the location you go and see the land the land is well fenced around wow it's fenced around gates and people already are building inside the place already mm. we give instant allocation to whosoever is buying either outrightly or in installments wow, we are not holding awesome. you back we want you to start working on your land mm-hmm. even when you are paying installments we give you allocation you give us the duration of one month after payment then mm-hmm. you are not paying for form no you mm-hmm. just pay for your land you get your receipts and we give you what we give you after your payment. Your you've made your total payment. You we are the one that will do your corner piece. Okay. We, we have the, we are the no one, special payment for no, corner no, piece. No. Wow. Agreement that you are not paying for that. Certificate okay. of allocation you are not paying for that. Mm. Copy of perimeter survey you are not paying for that. It's free. All that is part of the money you have paid for. Okay. And also we have farmland at Abuli Alabata. 